Grand Risings, this is Back to the Basics. This is another Back to the Basics brief. I was tuning in to Al Jazeera English on YouTube and I wanted you to hear some of the interesting headlines that are going on today. And yes, this is May the 3rd. 2020 these are the current headlines let me take it over here i'm rob matheson this is the al jazeera live from doha also coming up half of u.s states begin to reopen but new york's governor is refusing he says the current death rate is terrifying Spaniard did you hear that governor cuomo of new york says the current death rate is terrifying he, he he's, he's like nah we ain't opening it up however you know how the powers that be they may find a way to open up New York State we'll see how that goes let me keep going are allowed outside to exercise for the first time in weeks as infections and deaths decrease. And alive and apparently well, Kim Jong-un is finally seen in public after weeks of speculation about his health. Now you see speculation. Now I understand that he wasn't seen for a while, but again, do you notice the psychological warfare that's going on? You see how they like to play these mind games? these tricks you know what I th really think they did that for a test run just to see again how people would react to the news we just heard what was it maybe last week or a few days ago that he may be dead and you know who's gonna succeed him right well now all of a sudden here he appears this is what these people do. They like to play mind games. Do you not see the psychological warfare against our mind right now? This is serious. Let me keep going. Shout out to Al Jazeera English for reporting. The situation in Latin America's overcrowded prisons is growing increasingly desperate as governments try to prevent the coronavirus from spreading. In Venezuela, more than 40 people have been killed during a riot. It started over a demand for relatives to be allowed to deliver food to inmates. It's a... 40 people died because of a riot because people wanted to deliver things to inmates meaning we're talking about a prison a prison in venezuela more than 40 people killed during a riot you, you see you see that that could very well happen here in the united states let me keep going similar situation in Brazil, where there are prison riots over a ban on visitors. It's the country hardest hit by the pandemic in Latin America. In the last 24 hours, nearly 5,000 new cases and more than 400 deaths have been recorded. 
And in Argentina, there have been protests about the transfer of hundreds of prisoners to house arrest. Some violent offenders have been released because of their age or underlying illnesses. Teresa mm-hmm. Bo has the latest on the riot in Venezuela. Human rights organization and demanding a full investigation into what went on in the city of Guanare. This is in the state of Portuguesa, about 450 kilometers away from the capital, Caracas, apparently. And according to government sources, a group of prisoners tried to escape. They brought down the fence that surrounds the prison. They were armed, and it didn't end well. There was a shootout between prison guards and the inmate, the warden of that prison ended up being stabbed. Venezuela was one of the first countries to impose a lockdown uh, in the region. And because of that lockdown, visitors have been restricted. Visitors are crucial for many of those, for inmates in Venezuela, mostly because they depend on the food, on the medicine, on hygiene products, among other things. We know that some prisoners... Now you see, notice what she mentioned, food, hygiene. See, that's human rights. I got it. They're inmates and yes, they're in prison, but come on. I understand, you know, the lockdown and everything, but that doesn't mean, again, you know, we, um, if it's not calling common knowledge by now, you know, even our prisons are overpopulated. And it seems like that looks like that's, um, common throughout you know, the countries of the world. So just imagine that. Overcrowded, so there goes social distancing, and your relatives are trying to get food, medicine, uh, hygiene products to you, and even that is like being, you know, disrupted. Okay, let me keep going. Because that is a human rights issue. I don't care if they are inmates. It is what it is. They're still human. Just like the rest of us. ...have been demanding on the situation inside of Venezuela's prison, among other things. There was another protest. There's been a history of protests in Venezuela in the past. In the state of Portuguesa, last year, 29 inmates were also killed and that's why in a way human rights organizations are demanding an investigation because opposition groups are saying that there was a riot that there was protest because of the conditions inside the prison while the government is the conditions inside the prison mm-hmm. let that sink in for just a few seconds You know, they are human beings. They are not cattle. I repeat, they are not cattle. They they are not, excuse me, and yes, I'm going to say what I got to say. They are not like CAFOs. You know what I mean? The, uh, what is it? The cattle, whatever it is, feeding operations, CAFOs. Yeah. That's another reason why as a people, people in general should just eliminate meat from your diet. They should not be in the conditions like that. Animal, whether humans or animals, personally. 
let me keep going. I'm, I'm, I'm about to, man, I'm about to be on one this morning. Saying that the prisoners were trying to escape. Well, Teresa is following the situation across Latin America forests. She's now got more on the protests as violent inmates are released into the community. Okay, let me see. The sound of pots and pans against the release of prisoners in Argentina. It resonated in dozens of cities across the country. In the last weeks, discontent in Argentina's penitentiary system has been on the rise. COVID-19 has prisoners on the alert, demanding better prison conditions or house arrest. But victims of those under arrest are afraid of being victimized for a second time. If some prisoners are released, my sister was raped during a birthday party right next door. He told her to remain quiet and he'd give her money. Then we received a phone call from the school because my sister was crying every day. Now he has been released. Juan Carlos' 13-year-old sister was raped by Pedro Olmos, his 68-year-old neighbor. Olmos was released a week ago because he's considered to be at risk of COVID-19. Pedro Olmos' family... Did you just hear what she reported? 68 years old with a 13... No. Oh, man. I can't, ooh, I, I can't, ooh, I just, mm, I can't right now. Let me just keep right on going. It lives right here next door to the 13-year-old girl he raped last year. And even though he's not serving his house arrest in this location, neighbors say that he's able to move around freely and fear for their safety. Mm. Even though Olmos is in detention 20 blocks away. A few days ago, his family threatened Juan Carlos and his family. They were armed. We were talking to local media and his grandson came out with a weapon and said he was going to kill us. My sister is afraid he'll come back and rape her. I'd like to tell the judge that released him. What would he do if the same thing happened to him? There are currently... Exactly. What would he do if the same thing happened to him? I understand that the conditions in the prison are human rights violations, but to release someone who raped this child living next door? You mean you couldn't release somebody who had like, I don't know, a different crime? Like something different? You know what I'm saying? Somebody, you know what I mean? Oh, Lord have mercy. Let me keep going. The over 90,000 prisoners in Argentina, they're requesting nonviolent inmates at risk should be put under house arrest. That's right, nonviolent, not a rapist. What's wrong with y'all? But yet you guys are the government. You know what? Y'all make me sick. How about that? Huh? How about that? Argentina. Are you serious? Oh, man. So if anything happens to that 13-year-old, you know, her brother, you know, the sister, the family, 
y'all should be held accountable. That's right. I said it because y'all knew better. Gonna release a rapist back in the same. Man, see. Mm -mm. Wow. But y'all are supposed to be so intelligent and so intellectual, but you make a decision like that. Let me keep going. She got me. Are they waiting for blood to be spilled? We are human beings. Isn't there a right to life? Local media reports over 2,000 prisoners have been put under house arrest. But Argentina lacks the resources to control with ankle monitors. They're staying home. I understand coronavirus is affecting the world and we need to set new conditions on how to treat prisoners. There are parameters that cannot be violated. We need to improve prisons and maybe release those who've been involved in violent crimes. But right now, violent men are out. No, we don't need to, no, you don't need to release the violent ones. You need to release the non-violent ones who may be like not in a maximum security prison, like maybe a halfway house or something lower than that. No, you don't need to be releasing no violent prisoners. No, y'all got to do better than that. Come on now, get creative. Now you're the government, get, get creative. Any other time y'all get creative, right? Exactly. Let me keep right on going. See, I'm about to go on a whole rant this morning. And that's why thousands of people protested with pots and pans. A message to the judiciary so their safety won't be at risk. Teresa Bo, Al Jazeera, Buenos Aires. More than 66,000 people in the U.S. have died from coronavirus. So far, testing has shown that over 1.1 million people are infected nationwide. Despite this, governors in nearly half of the states have begun to partially reopen in a bid to help the economy. Now you heard what this man just reported, 1.1 million people as far as testing now, and we know that testing, there is still an issue with the testing as far as the test being available. And as, hey, there, there is a global shortage of PPE. I repeat, there is a global shortage of PPE, personal protective equipment. Yes, I know for a fact because I had a registered nurse reach out to me for some masks. Ain't that a shame, a RM reaching out to an EMT basic for masks. Shame, shameful, shame on y'all. Testing, see this, man. But yet half of the states wanna open up on behalf of the economy. Oh, it's all about getting the Americans back to work, back to work, back to work. All about boosting up the economy. You and your money that ain't worth <laughs> Lord have mercy. I'm not going to say that word this morning. You and your money that isn't even worth a good, what, maybe three or four cents? Shoot, you might as well just take a dollar pill and wipe your... <laughs> Help me, Lord. I'm about, man, I'm about to... Ooh, I'm already on a rant. You, I'm telling you. 
this fiat currency, this currency that is tied to oil. Have you seen the price of oil lately? That petrodollar? Have you seen that? Yeah, it went below $20 a barrel. Oh. Mm. Your money ain't worth hardly anything. Now, it's still a tool. Money is still a tool when it can be used for good and evil. It is what it is. But you see that? Let's hurry up and get everybody back to work. Even though the governor of New York State, Governor Cuomo, says that the death rate is terrifying. Did you not hear that earlier on, on, on this recording? On this broadcast? Mm-hmm. Ronald's reports. Military jets flew in formation over the marble monuments of Washington, D.C., and over a hospital in Baltimore in a symbolic salute to doctors, nurses, hospital workers, and others on the front lines fighting the pandemic. Despite Let me tell you something. You don't have to be a medical professional who is on the front lines. That includes all essential workers. It doesn't matter if you are in the a bagger at the grocery store, if you a bus driver, if you're working public transportation, a janitor, whatever you are, you are on the front lines. If you are going out there, going to work, I got it. No disrespect to the medical professionals out there, but everybody should be included. Everybody who is going to work and the farmers out there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I see you too. The farmers that are getting are hit, hit hard out here, but yet they still go out there and they're still risking their life trying to do what they do. I see you. All essential workers who are on the front lines. Man. Should be recognized. Despite the ceremony, health workers in many parts of the country say shortages of personal protective equipment continue. In a hopeful sign. What did I just say? Didn't I just say there was a global shortage of personal protective equipment? P-P-E. I just told you. This is something I know about. Personally, I know it for sure. I, you see, I don't have to hear it from the news. You see, man. Man, I'm not telling you. I'm, I'm really on one today. I'm really in rare form today. Time for hard-hit New York City. The last COVID-19 patients were discharged from a convention center that had been converted into an emergency hospital. The Javits Center treated more than 1,000 people with the disease. And the U.S. Navy hospital ship Comfort, its services no longer needed, sailed out of New York Harbor. Despite the glimmerings of hope, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo said, This is where people start scratching their head. Okay, so Governor, Governor Cuomo had just said, Okay, the death rate is terrifying. Now they're saying that this U.S. ship, the services are no longer needed. You see that? And I know people are scratching their head like, what's going on? Yep, see, you just got to keep paying attention. Remember, there is a strong psychological warfare element here. You really need to pay 
close attention. And I understand. You're like, okay, well, all right. Governor Cuomo said, you know, the death rate's terrifying, but now, but now they're saying that that U.S. Na- that the, the the naval ship, you know, the hospital is no longer needed. What's going on? What's really going on over there? Hmm. Let me keep going. It just makes you think. The virus continues to steal hundreds of lives in the state each and every day. That number has remained uh, obnoxiously and uh, terrifyingly high, and it's still not dropping at the rate we would like to see it drop. In California. Jesus, help me. Lord, help me. Let me see if I can get past this segment. Where Governor Gavin Newsom has ordered all beaches closed, protesters complained about not being able to swim, sunbathe, and surf. They're in the... First of all, do you realize that during the escalation of this pandemic that... California and New York were two of the most hardest hit states. What is wrong with y'all? Y'all talk about, oh, your freedom. Oh, I need to go sunbathe. Let me tell you something. You got a porch. You can, you can go sunbathe. You can go outside, put your mask on, do what you need to do. Put your goggles on, go out there and sunbathe. Practice social distancing. You guys are protesting out there and you are not practicing social distancing. Oh, you think just because you're white or Caucasian that you can't get the coronavirus because you believe that it's mostly us who get it, right? <laughs> You're wrong. The virus, I'm telling you, it could get anybody. Oh, I didn't, you know, some of us who have been really studying this, you see, we haven't forgot that Italy was hit hard too. So was Germany. Yeah. European countries? Oh, you thought, oh, you thought that we forgot. That's why there were a lot of countries in like February and March time frame who, who were uh, pretty much blocking any Italian citizens from traveling. Real interesting how Nigeria, uh, their first case came from an Italian man who was traveling or should I say an Italian citizen who was traveling? See what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, we, we didn't forget that. Yeah. You thought that we would forget? No, we didn't forget, we see you. And you know what you show? You want to talk about, you want to go out there and wave your American flag and talk about this is what freedom looks like. Let me tell you something. You out there that are waving that flag, you know what you are? You know what you are? I'm going to tell you. 
I'm gonna tell you, I, and it's, it's gonna mess your mind up. Yeah, I'm about to mess your mind up this morning. You are a slave. You really think that you're so different from us. You're not. There's not too much different from us. You know, back when uh, American slavery was kicking off, you know what? The Irish and the Dutch, they weren't welcome in the United States. But once they got into the end, but you know what? The powers that be saw, well, if the African, if the Negroes formed an alliance with the Irish and the Dutch, they could take us down. Why do you think that the Dutch and the Irish were then, you know, they were welcomed into the country? Hmm? Oh, you really think that some of us don't follow history? Oh, you wrong. Your freedom. You out there just a slave. You are a slave. You want to get right back to work, right? Oh, this is what freedom look, looks like. Like, we need to open up the economy. Oh, we need to go back to making to making money. This fiat currency, that petrodollar that is tied to oil, that really isn't worth anything. Have you seen the price of global oil dropping because of social distancing? But you want to get back to that. You really think that that's freedom? (laughs) You're a slave. The only difference is, is that, well, you know, certain groups of society, you know, that society likes to crap on, as I say, just certain racial groups have a long turn society to crap on them and let me tell you something you want to talk about your freedoms being infringed upon well you know what as a black woman our freedoms have been infringed upon for a long long time we've taken a long turn for society for dumping on us but yet you can't take a few weeks please get you you know what you need to take several seats and what you know what i mean take several seats in fact why don't you just leave the building you don't even know that you're a slave you think that the elites give a care about you please you're just being used just like a political football you're just being used Mm-hmm. That's right. You see, I know what plantation I'm on. I'm very aware. <laughs> but you know what? When a person actually begins to see and actually have their vision corrected, when they come out of blindness and actually begin to see the world for what it is and not for what this oh we are the world and we're in this together (laughs) umbrella they don't care about you either look at world war ii look at hitler look at what he did if he had it his way shoot only germans would be on the earth 
<laughs> you really think, yeah, this is what they do. They eliminate people. We just happen to be the test, the test run, the trial run, the control group, as some people would say, as far as African-Americans, blacks, whatever. That's the problem. We got too many darn names around here. And ain't nobody colored. I'm not colored. I'm not a Muppet or an inanimate object. I'm a human being. Thank you. You are a slave. Have you not watched Mr. Aaron Russo's documentary, Freedom to Fascism? He was a friend of David Rockefeller. Yeah. You see, you might want to start freeing that dome, your mind. Before you talk about this is what freedom looks like. Let me keep going. I went on a long rant, y'all. Y'all know I, I'm long-winded. Minority. A new poll shows 70% of California residents approve of Newsom's actions in controlling the pandemic. While President Trump headed off to Camp David for the weekend, the White House announced late Friday that it would replace the government inspector general who wrote a critical report on the Trump administration's response to the outbreak. Oh, so now you're going to replace the Inspector General IG because he got a little critical on y'all. Oh, y'all, y'all couldn't take that. Y'all, y'all, your shoulders weren't broad enough. Oh, your skin wasn't thick enough. Hmm. Yeah, I'm about to get all up in that tail this morning. <laughs> That's right. So, yeah, I see you. I see you walking over there to Camp David. Oh, you had to take a vacation. Mm -hmm. Let me keep you on. The report said the administration failed to coordinate distribution of desperately needed medical equipment. Well, I think it's a beginning. I think seeking to stifle criticism. You, you heard that? Failed. That's right. That that big old fat F failed y'all failed I'll say it just one more time you failed that's right you failed so yep you know you can flex real hard over there and talk about oh we got this many ventilators and we got this many vat masks the, the truth is there is a shortage of P P-E, I repeat, I repeat, I repeat, a shortage of P-P-E, personal protective equipment, masks, gloves. You know what I'm saying? But you thought, yeah, 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 that report told the truth. And now that individual has to be replaced. Oh, hmm. Let me keep going from nonpartisan experts fits a pattern of behavior from Trump. The data shows he has also refused to allow the government's chief infectious disease expert, Dr. Anthony Fauci, to testify before a committee of the Democratic... Now, didn't we hear this before that he refused Dr. Fauci from testifying before? That's right, because the Information Man show had it on his show. That's right. Yeah, y'all thought I forgot. Yeah, mm, okay. Yeah, he had that on his show. 
where is him? What, what, why are they? They had man. He man. He did a shoot. He had he had a broadcast on that way back, way back in like what February. Look at what they're doing again. Refusing for him to testify before a committee. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> Y'all think that some of us are sleeping. We see you. <laughs> I tell you. Tell you. <laughs> I t- <laughs> okay, let me keep going. Shout out to the Information Man show and any other show out there who is reporting the truth on this uh, this uh, global situation. T- tell you, a Negro is really gonna have to be speaking in freaking like parables and codes around here. Let me keep going. Controlled House of Representatives next week. Rob Reynolds, Al Jazeera. An experimental antiviral drug has been approved for emergency use in treating coronavirus patients in the U.S. 1.5 million vials of remdesivir will be distributed to hospitals from Monday. The regulator gave its approval after a government-sponsored study showed the medication shortened. A government-sponsored study. Whoa. Can you not hear the sirens going off and the red flags coming up? Government-sponsored study. Yikes. Ooh, beware, 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 beware. That is a conflict of interest right there, y'all. Government-sponsored study. Wow. Watch out for that one. Just saying patient's recovery time by about 31% and slightly improved mortality rates. Well, after seven weeks of lockdown, Spaniards have been allowed to leave their homes to exercise. The country's... Okay, whew, I done went on a rant. Let me see where I'm at right here in the broadcast because y'all know, yes, I'm over 30 minutes and this was supposed to be a back to the basic brief. I'm trying to get myself together. But see, this is where... We need to really take in information and really examine and analyze and speculate. Well, not necessarily speculate. Let me clean that up. But you do. Well, we need to analyze, break it down. And really look at it and listen to what they're saying. This is why I stopped this, the video, the, uh, excuse me, the live broadcast multiple times and emphasize certain things that are reported. This needs to be done. We are at a point where we need to be thinking for ourselves. You don't have to believe anything that I'm saying because the research is out there. 
And the problem is, and I hate to have to say this because I, I try to keep it positive over here, but I'm also with this season two and everything on this channel, I'm trying to find balance. The truth is there's a lot of lazy people out here. They want to be spoon fed information as was mentioned in a uh, broadcast yesterday. They want to be spoon fed. No, you got to get out there and you need to, yay. So, some, some people are like that. That's where a person needs to get out there, read, study, look at various different things. You need to be looking at international news. Well, back to the basis that that doesn't apply to us. Oh, but it could apply to us. Those riots in Venezuela, everything that's happened in Argentina, you don't think that that could not possibly happen over here one day? We already have overcrowded prisons. Listen, you're talking to someone who majored in criminal justice. It does, yeah, I got my degree back in 2008, but let me tell you something. Not too much has changed since 2008. We still have prisons that are overcrowded. We still have black people that are what? Disproportionately represented in the prison, sen uh, in the pr prison s sentence. In the prison, excuse me, system. The conditions in prisons and, and all that, that has been an ongoing issue for years. This global situation has pulled back the curtain on that. That's what we are now seeing. That is a human rights issue. And I also understand that there is an issue of safety and that there needs to be a balance between human rights and safety. I understand. I got it. That's the reason why this is the time to be reflecting and to be studying and to be getting it together, to be strategizing, to get it together. Prepping and the bug out bag and gathering information and going to the range and shooting and all that, that's nice. You know, that's a good start. But you also need to know how to gather nuts and seeds, um, identify edible plants, nuts and seeds in the wild as far as foraging uh, getting into homesteading um, getting into identifying uh, potable water sources not as far as collecting water and knowing how to um, filter to water so that it is pure and drinkable first aid like any any and all pre-hospital care, um, field sanitation. It shouldn't have to take someone doing a report on rats. We should have already been up on field sanitation. And uh, season three, episode one, I left multiple resources in the description box. The information is out there. And yes, my resources, I, I make sure that they are valid and consistent that is valid and dependable, valid and reliable. We really got to get up on our game. If we really want to separate as a people, we need our own stuff. We need our own lawyers and doctors, our own nurses and teachers, 
and professors and schools and hospitals and farms and all that. If we really want to break away and do what I know that we can do, then we got to get it all the way together. Ain't nobody got time for this gender war, for this mudslinging. Yes, I'm going there this morning. Ain't nobody got time for that. Do you not see the danger? Do you not see how bad this could get? If rioting breaks out nationally all over the place and people can no longer return to their homes, they're just out there in the wilderness, in the wild, better know how to build and keep warm and find food and drinking water. Do you not see that racism never left? It never left. It literally just camouflaged and went up under the radar and now it's come back and it looks it just it's just as ugly as it was in the 1950s and 60s. Look at how ugly it is. Just as ugly and ugh. This has been a back to the basics brief. May the most high be with you to protect you and guide your footsteps. I love you as a sister. I say these words with a heavy heart. And I will also say that none of my statements are endorsed by the United States Army, Department of Defense, and any other military branch or element. Because I know y'all watch my media. I know you do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I see you. Peace, love, and light to all the beautiful people out there. I'm gone.